Vera Shafiq podcast, real and relevant discussions on business, marketing, technology, and digital. I'm your host, Vera Shafiq, and I talk to people in business and marketing who care about doing marketing the right way and want to be proud of the work they do. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and review, and I hope you enjoy the show. And talking of doing marketing the right way, are you a digital marketer looking to sharpen the saw when it comes to your professional skills? In that case, I highly recommend the University of Florida Digital Marketing Certification. I'm honored to be a member of the steering committee for this program, which has been developed for marketing professionals of all levels and teaches you how to apply principles and techniques that drive success in marketing in the digital age. In this course, you'll get to solve real-world challenges and use practices developed by top companies while digital marketing experts and professional instructors guide you through every step. Visit the link in the show notes for more info. And now let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Well, at the time of this recording, we are April the 26th, 2021. So we are a nice one third of the way through 2021. And we are already bracing ourselves for some big changes in the digital marketing world. We already have talked about the iOS 14.5 update, which will affect Facebook advertisers as well as many other advertisers because it is going to change the way that privacy is handled on mobile apps. And we also have talked briefly in previous episodes about the deprecation of third-party cookies, which is going to be happening early 2022, but preparation needs to be well underway this year. And today I want to talk about another big change that's happening in the world of Google, and that is the Google Page Experience slash Core Web Vitals update. So this is an update that has officially been slated to go live in May. And we expect it to be a slow rollout. So if you haven't already made preparations for this, you still have time to do it. It's something that Google has said it's not going to be an overnight change. They are going to slowly roll this out depending on the benchmarks in each industry category. So they're going to look at industries and your competitors in your industry. And as people start to implement these changes and start to rank better on the core web vital signals, then Google will become more stringent and strict on actually penalizing you if you're not meeting the good rating. And we'll talk about the ratings in a little bit. So the core web vitals are actually three signals that Google is going to start looking at quite heavily as part of the uh, mix of signals that it uses to rank websites on. And the core web vitals are really indications of the perception of the way that a website loads. So as we all know, Google's always looking out for the customer and wants to make the user experience the best that it can. So for people that are searching for websites and landing on websites, Google wants to make sure that the experience for them is optimal in terms of load speed and what that user sees and experiences, and especially during the first few seconds of that page loading. So what the core web vitals are some new ranking factors, 
which look at loading performance, interactivity, and visual stability of a web page. And note that I said web page because Google's going to be looking at each page on an individual basis. So this is not a site-wide ranking. It is a page-wide ranking. So I would definitely start with optimizing your homepage if you haven't already done it. And we'll talk a little bit about some of the ways that you can do it. But be aware that both mobile and desktop are going to be evaluated. And now is the part where we get into lots of acronyms, right? So I was we as marketers are used to being inundated by a bunch of acronyms. So let's get to the acronyms. The first thing that Google's going to look at as one of the core web vitals is LCP. LCP stands for Largest Contentful Paint. And this basically means the largest piece of visual content on the screen and the time it takes for it to show up when someone clicks on your website. So it's the loading time of that largest graphical element on the page and the the benchmarks or the baselines or the measurement against which Google is going to decide whether you're good or not is uh, good would be less than a 2.5 second load time of that LCP. Needs improvement would be a 2.5 to 4 second load time. And then poor would be anything greater than a 4 second load time of the largest contentful paint. The second acronym is FID. And that stands for first input delay. So this essentially means how long does it take the page to react when a visitor clicks on any interactive element on the page. And by interactive element, we mean a button, a menu item, a link, anything that should react when you click on it. So the first input delay is again, as you can imagine, a very important factor in terms of interactivity and can cause frustration for users if they land on a site, try to click something and it doesn't work within the first few seconds. So the ranking signal for this is a good would be less than 100 milliseconds. Uh, Needs improvement would be up to 300 milliseconds. And a poor rating would be a 300 millisecond or higher than 300 milliseconds. All right, so let's get to the final acronym and that is CLS. CLS stands for Cumulative Layout Shift. And this is really the stability of the page as it loads. So you know how sometimes when you click on a web page and it starts to load and then elements of the page pop up in one spot, move to another spot, and then finally load somewhere else. Visually, this can be very distracting. And this is because uh, web developers sometimes stagger sections of loaded content. And often this causes them to shift around as to their location on the page after they first appear. So again, I'm sure this has annoyed you many times and it it is definitely something that can uh, cause a website visitor to bounce off the page and just go look somewhere else because the way I've experienced this is on websites that have ads on them, right? So publisher sites that have several ads all all over the page and often when you first get to that site, you'll see an ad pop up and then you'll see it disappear and it'll pop up somewhere else and pop up somewhere else. So this is a poor experience and Google wants to rectify this. And so for them, uh, a good CLS or a good cumulative layout shift, meaning everything's there and hasn't moved in less than 100 milliseconds is the ranking or the rating. Needs improvement would be between 100 to 250 milliseconds. 
and a poor rating would be greater than 250 milliseconds. So the first step for you to test all of this out on your website would be to see where you stand and where you rank. And we're very familiar with PageSpeed Insights. This is a tool that Google has provided for years, Google PageSpeed Insights. And it's kind of going to be a very similar format. It's going to show you your core web vitals in a visual format with green, orange, and red coloring which basically shows you uh, how well you're doing on each of these three signals. So PageSpeed Insights would be the first tool that I would use to test and check your website against. And then the other tools that I would recommend using would be Google Search Console and the Lighthouse Audit in the Chrome Developer Tools section of the Chrome browser. So as you notice, the three tools that I'm recommending are all Google tools, and it makes sense to use these tools for checking your core web vitals because these are provided by Google and therefore would be uh, the most accurate and the most trustworthy to use to measure your website against. So when you do go to PageSpeed Insights and check your URL, be sure to copy paste your URL into the field before you hit analyze. If you type it in freehand, you could get some different results just because of the differences between HTTPS, whether your site is www or not. So best thing to do is just to pull up your website in the browser, copy and paste that into the PageSpeed Insights analyzer. And you're going to see two sets of results show up. One are the lab results and one are the field results. The lab results are data that Google has used um, to measure your website against or score it against a simulated environment. So what Google's done is emulated the experience of a user visiting your website and it loading at a certain speed. And then the field data is actual data from actual users that have been anonymized. So it looks back at a 28-day look-back window, and it looks at actual user experiences who are navigating to your pages and takes that data in terms of how long your page has taken to load each of these core web signals. It's important to note that with this field data, depending on where the majority of your web visitors are located and what kind of internet speeds they have, you could have a harder time of optimizing your core web vitals. So for example, if most of your visitors are located in Indonesia, then it might be a lot more difficult for you to improve your web vitals because the average speed of the internet in Indonesia is pretty slow. So just bear that in mind. I think most people will not have that as an issue because most people's well, the bulk of most people's visitors are in, you know, the US or at least in an area where they have high-speed internet and shouldn't be too much of an issue there for you. But anyway, so once you've tested your website, you're going to get your ranking. You're going to see whether you're, you've landed on green, orange, or red for each one of those three signals. And then Google will give you suggestions as to how to fix them. And this is something that we've been used to as marketers over the years. Google's always provided actionable steps that you can do to fix these issues. So in short, the LCP will be pertaining to server response time, loading time for images, fonts, and CSS. So if you have a poor LCP, then you're probably gonna need to look at those areas in order to improve it. 
If you have a low FID, well, this is going to be affected by code from third parties like JavaScript runtime scripts or server request volume and things like that. So that's what you're going to look at in order to improve upon your FID score. And then finally, for your CLS score, you're going to look at the, sp the space and size allocation of visual elements on the page. And if you're running ads on your pages, then the ad space should be reserved ahead of time so that you don't get that flickering or that movement of the visuals. So I'm going to put the official Google documentation in the show notes for you to refer to. And then just bear in mind that these are just three of the signals that Google uses in order to rank pages on the, on the SERP. And they are prioritizing these, hence the reason why doing this podcast, just to kind of get you aware of the you know, importance of having these set up correctly and optimizing your site for these. But do remember that there are other signals that Google looks at for ranking websites, and there's hundreds of them, but some of the other top signals that we still want to keep in mind and don't forget about are things like mobile friendliness. So obviously these are things that I think most of us took care of several years ago, which is making sure that our site is responsive and mobile first. Uh, safe browsing. And then hand in hand with safe browsing goes HTTPS. So by now, again, hopefully your website is on an HTTPS protocol rather than the HTTP. This just means getting yourself a secure certificate. And that's something that Google does still continue to look at as a high priority for high rankings. And then finally, the intrusive interstitial. So this is something that we heard about a long time ago too. And again, still a high ranking factor, making sure that your web page does not have pop-ups that distract or cover the content or any kind of interstitials that could be distracting or hiding the main content on the page. So anyway, these are some of the things to be aware of. And as always, check the documentation. Feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions and good luck with your core web vitals. Well, that's it for today, folks. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did like what you heard, please subscribe to catch more episodes, and I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review and share with your friends and colleagues. Visit my website at virashafiq.com, connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Clubhouse, or send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time.